Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we are in the book of Jude. So what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about apostate, doom you know, and gloom? or I, I like the end of the letter. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and once again, I just say Because we like benedictions I, I do like benedictions. <laughs> but I do also love short books mm-hmm. in the Bible because I feel so accomplished. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I finished a book. I was at this uh, church and they had a series on uh, called One Hit Wonders, like mm. <laughs> one page of the Bible, right? Right. And Jude right. fell into that. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. One, only wrote one book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One one book, one page. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Jude's a great book. Who is Jude? Jude is uh, the brother of James and a servant of Jesus Christ. Uh, so they were brothers. Yeah. But he was also, because he was a brother to James... Mm-hmm. That means he was a brother to Jesus. Right. Yep. Yep. So all th- there. So you had Jesus, son of Mary, son of God. Mm-hmm. James and Jude, son of Mary and Joseph. And Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know this is one of the what's one of the differences between Catholics and Protestants. Uh, Catholics have this belief uh, they call it the perpetual virginity mm-hmm. of Mary, that basically, um, well, perpetual virginity. Right. Uh, whereas Protestants are like, well, no, no, like she was married to Joseph and like Jesus had brothers. Yeah. It says in the New Testament. The regular way. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, it says in the Bible that Jesus's mother and brothers came yeah. to collect him. Right. So they weren't cousins. They were, they were brothers. I just like that Jude says, uh, he calls himself a servant to Jesus, you know, instead of saying brother of Jesus. It would be so hard yeah. to have Jesus as your brother. <laughs> but, I mean, but... But just the the Jesus the, is a favorite. Right? <laughs> Jesus is God. <laughs> Everybody worship brother. Yeah, Jesus. that's right. You know, Jesus never does anything wrong. Oh man! So I was the youngest of three boys. Oh, here we go. And we went to a small country school, mm-hmm. and so we all had the same teachers. Even though I was born in seventy nine, my brother was born in like seventy four, and so they. I was, man, it's like I was always living in the shadow of my brothers with these teachers. Yeah. I had teachers in elementary school say, well, if you were just more like your sister, because yeah. she did it, she was good. That yeah. Was, that was a little more of a difficult child. You know, let's just say my, my brothers are pretty sharp crayons in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us get used. More I, was, I was, I was, I was a bit duller, <laughs> not as vibrant a color. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jude. So Jude is is man. He chooses to call himself a servant to Jesus, and I think that humble position uh, is an example, right? Like all the great things we may do and be a part of in our life, and we're servants of Christ, and to Him be the glory. But we wanted to specifically go to the kind of the benediction. Yeah, verses 20 through 25. Right. So why don't I read that and we'll sure. talk about a little bit of it. It says, But you, dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Have mercy on those who waver. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. Have mercy on others, but with fear hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory without blemish and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, 
now and forever. Amen. Yeah, so when I'm looking, especially at verses 20 through 23, just the commands. Yeah. So whenever you're looking for application in Scripture, sometimes you're just going to ask a question. What are the direct commands? Yeah, what does this tell me to do? Yeah, so there is one where he's saying, as you build yourselves up in the most holy faith. Mm -hmm. So there's this idea that you are pursuing the faith. You're pursuing Christ. You're trying to be built up in in holiness. And while you're praying. So we're we're striving for holiness and building ourselves up in faith. And now we're also praying. So there's two. And he says... Now, now it gets into the do these things, right? Yeah. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Yeah, so keep yourself in the love of God. Uh, your affections, make sure Christ has your affections. Make sure you are living those affections out uh, mm-hmm. by being like Christ and loving others. And he says, waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Like, yeah. wait with an expectation expectancy that you will be resurrected from the dead right well just realizing that's our hope yeah you know so like when things are hard on this earth you know we we remember from what john said earlier uh that that we remember that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world that's right so we can live with a confident in the second coming of christ so those are like kind of the individual stuff right then he goes external yeah. With like one another. Yeah. Have mercy is the next one on those who waver. Yeah. So that, you know, once again, this is the importance of the church. Yeah. When you're at church, sometimes you're going to see people and come alongside people who are wavering in the faith. Yeah. It might be suffering or are suffering. It might be that they're falling into sin. Uh, but what he's saying is come alongside people who are, who are wavering. You ever see the picture of like a, someone gets hurt on a football field and someone tries to like help them out and they come alongside of them yeah. and they get up underneath their arm and pick them up. Yeah, it's like one thing is to have someone on one side of you, and you're but you're still limping along pretty bad. That's right? another one to have too. But man, when you got one on either side of you, man, then then you're just like carried. Yeah, you're carried through. Man, that's what I want in our church. That's mercy. It's it's not just one person coming alongside of you saying, "Man, let me help you out here," but it's it's multiple people coming alongside, and they're like, "You're limping now. Let's just take you off your feet. We'll carry you." It's through the this. whole household of God. It's the whole household of God. Yeah, that's it's just a beautiful thing. And then he says, uh, "Save others by snatching them out of the fire." Well, this would definitely be more about sin, right? Right. So, so one may be about suffering. One goes to the sin, and the way we have mercy on those in sin is by calling them to repent, yeah, right? to turn and trust our Lord, right? Not to defile themselves, yeah. But you know, there's what it says. Let me read it. It says, "Save others by snatching them from the fire." Have mercy on others, but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by flesh. This makes me think, uh, goodness, it's in it's in Galatians chapter 5, where he says, uh, oh gosh, if I can find it, uh, where, where he's talking about, uh, oh, it's chapter 6. If someone is overtaken by any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out for yourselves so that you won't be tempted. Yeah. Carry one another's burdens and in this you will fulfill the law of Christ. Yeah, don't fall and be afraid of the sin like Yeah. You don't want to fall into it. Right. Uh, so 
not thinking that you're impervious to the same temptation that has right. overtaken someone else, you're wise. Yeah. It's almost like a, a firefighter going into a burning house, right? He yeah. still gets up. He has oxygen on. He goes in with water, right? Yeah. He, he understands the context he's moving into. But his context is a dangerous one. Yes, that's right. And so you have to, you have to be careful that you too aren't burned. You're yeah. snatching people from the fire. You can get away from the fire. Yeah, that's right. And, and then he tells us really the last imperative we could probably sum up in trust, right? Mm-hmm. With the, with the benediction with part. With the there. benediction part. Well, why don't why don't we just read the benediction as our closing breathe out prayer? All right, let's do it. All right. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory without blemish and with great joy. To the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time in the book of Revelation. Revelation.